Welcome back to the Comedy Castle Podcast, everybody. I'm Joel Fragamini, your host for this show. Going to tell you everything that's going on this week at Mark Ridley's Comedy Castle in Royal Oak, Michigan, and it's a huge week. I know I say that a lot. I know I say it's a huge week, but this really is. And let's let's just get into it uh, with what's happening this week. Tell you about our interview subject. It did a great interview this week. Adam Deggy. I'm burying the lead here, maybe. I don't know if that's the right term. <laughs> but I had so much fun talking to Adam. But let's get into these shows on Tuesday night. The 19th, that may be today, as you hear this, as I post this show, the Hip Prov All-Stars will be making their way to the Comedy Castle stage. We've had the Hip Prov show with Tam White on two previous occasions, and it was a lot of fun. So come on out. It's improv mixed with hip hop, and uh, it's a fun time. I will tell you about this uh, fella that does the beatboxing. Stevie Soul is his name unbelievable stuff so talented and uh could never do that myself <laughs> i don't think i could do the improv or the hip-hop beatbox but thankfully it's not me that you're gonna see it's the all-stars tam white coco my former student heather Sanau is on that bill as well jay bell josh mcdaniel a fun lineup come on out on Tuesday, the 19th at 7.30. Uh, the following night, on Wednesday night, the 20th of September, we've got open mic night at 7.30 p.m. Always fun at open mic night. It's a nice mix of comics. Nice mix of guys you may know if you follow the Michigan comedy scene, some brand new people. You might even see Tom McCarthy, the former host of this show. Because he likes to pop in on the open mic and work on some stuff. So always have a good time. The best, I think it's five bucks. The best five bucks you could spend in comedy. Open mic night at the Comedy Castle. Always fun. And then Thursday and Friday, we've got Adam Deggy. We're talking to Adam here in just a couple of minutes. Um, Adam is one of the funniest dudes around. He might be the he might be the funniest comic in Michigan. I don't know. How do you keep score of that? But he's relatable. He's super likable. Uh, I just like this guy so much and I had a blast talking to him. Uh, Thursday, the 21st, with Adam at 7.30 p.m. And then two shows on Friday at 7.15 and 9.45 p.m. You can see Adam, Deggy, a couple of funny opening acts to Frank Wozniak, who was the winner of last year's Detroit to L.A. comedy competition, and Jacob Barr is going to be there as the feature act. So a couple of real funny dudes uh, along with Adam and all Michigan lineup. And then Saturday, the 23rd. Now it's a different Saturday than normal because we've got Drew Lynch. Now, Drew Lynch, you guys may remember from America's Got Talent. He was a guy that stuttered. And he got hit in the head with a baseball. That was his story. And he went on America's Got Talent. And everyone fell in love with him, thought he was so funny. And he is that funny. And now you come see him because he's been to the Comedy Castle for several years now. Doesn't really stutter much anymore. Uh, but thankfully, the comedy's great. And it's it's. Uh, and if you were a fan of America's Got Talent, you've never seen Drew uh, live. It's even a little edgier than that. And there's maybe a little more social commentary now than the stuff he was doing on that show. And he's really developed into a, an incredible headliner. He's one of the biggest draws at the club. And here's an example of how he's one of the biggest draws that we have at the Comedy Castle. There's three shows for Drew Lynch on Saturday. That's right. There is a 3.30 p.m. show 
a 7 p.m. show, and a 9.30 p.m. show. Now, here's the deal. That 3.30 show, that thing almost sold out. Well, actually, not almost sold out. It's getting there. The other ones are completely sold out. As I, and again, this is unofficial coming from me. Please check ComedyCastle.com to see if there's any availability for those late shows at 7 and 9.30. But when I was looking, I couldn't find any. But there are tickets for that early show at 3.30. So if you want to see Drew Lynch, you still got a chance as I'm recording this to get some tickets for that early show at 3.30. And, hey, you're out early. You have dinner after the show instead of before the show. Order some, order some of our fine popcorn. Which and, and I, I'm not saying that sarcastically. That cheddar popcorn, if you've never had the white cheddar popcorn, it's really good. The Detroit mix, people love that. I'm more of the white cheddar guy. The Detroit mix is is what is Detroit mix? It's like regular cheddar popcorn mixed with caramel corn. And I think I'd be all about the caramel corn. I don't know if I want to mix the two. You stick with the white cheddar, you can't go wrong though. Trust me. If you're coming this week to the Comedy Castle to see any of these shows. So, again, check out ComedyCastle.com. They've got tickets to all of these shows that we talked about. And uh, we'll talk uh, about the Adam Deggie interview. Now, it's it's uh, we did this interview at night. A little different than how I normally record. I put out a pot of coffee at 7.30 p.m. That might seem weird to some of you. And go, well, Joel, you're never going to sleep. What's wrong with you? And I say to you, I'm going to fall asleep just fine. I got a pill for that. And then you're going to say, Joel, you have a problem. And I'm going to say, you know what? You might be right, but that's how it, that's how it works around here. <laughs> I'm a night guy. I, I, I'm up late. And Adam, uh, we'll, we'll talk about that with Adam. Adam's, Adam's got a family. He has to get up earlier, I think, than he wants to. But, uh, but a great interview. And, and one of the things you'll hear uh, as we... Uh, as we, uh, you know, do this interview, um, that the pre Tom McCarthy, who I just mentioned, had interviewed Adam previously on the show uh, when he was there and uh, really, really enjoyed his talk with Adam. And I tell him that. And that was uh, and that was nice, uh, nice to do. Nice to say, hey, you know, Tom really liked you. And not to put pressure on him that he had to be good with me. But, you know, there it is. Yeah, I think it's his third appearance on the show today. He couldn't remember more than one, but he... <laughs> Podcast 56 was Adam Deggie returns on June 8th of 2021. So, um, And I'll link to that over on uh, Comedy Castle Podcast as well if you want to hear that one because Tom did a great job talking to him. And, and you can't almost go wrong with Adam because he's such a funny guy. He can talk about anything. In fact, I'm just going to tell you right now, maybe you want to fast forward if you're not into it. We talk about NFL football. We talk about the Detroit Lions for a good 15, 20 minutes. Then we start talking comedy. We talk. I think we start talking about dad stuff, doing work around the house. You'll hear some of that. But uh, good memories, uh, funny memories anyway. They're great memories about uh, the old Holly Hotel Comedy Club. You'll hear some some stories from both of us about that and uh, other things going on in the Michigan comedy scene. And uh, Adam's just fun, man. You know, he, he can be sarcastic. He can be biting sometimes in his comedy, but he's a lovable dude. He's real uh, likable. And uh, I think you guys, if you if you're not familiar with him, 
You're going to get to know him in this interview. Look up his clips. Uh, but just come out this weekend on Thursday and Friday for Adam. You know, if you, if, you, if you can't make it to the Drew Lynn shows, you want to go see something at night. I'll tell you what, come to one of those Friday shows with Adam Deggie. You will not be disappointed. It's going to be, he he's something else. So anyway, with all that being said, here's my talk with Adam Deggie. All right, everybody. Let's welcome to the Comedy Castle podcast, a return to the Comedy Castle podcast with Adam Deggie. How you doing, Adam? I am fantastic, man. Well, you sound enthused to be here. And <laughs> <laughs> I'm an old man. It's 9 p.m. It is 9 p.m. And, and you're getting up early with your baby, aren't you? Uh, whether I like it or not, yeah. Yeah, well. The baby can't stay up late? I always always worried. That's a thing. No, no I mean, they t- that <laughs> listen, we, it's, that's what the experts say. I don't know. Yeah. The baby can't stay up till three and get up at noon? No? Well, I mean, they do, though. <laughs> they do, though. He'll wake up multiple yeah. times wow. and, and still wake up like he's well-rested. So, Well, what can I tell you? It is what it is. I'm not a dad. Hey, listen, I'm not a dad, but. I may, yeah, you're a lucky I, man. No, nah, I might be a dad. I might trade. <laughs> I might trade this all in <laughs> for being a dad. <laughs> Who knows? All right. I was doing dad stuff today. I was I was staining my deck today in the front, my steps. That's dad. Were you? Oh yeah. I didn't know you were uh, that much of a handyman. I'm I'm not, but that's why it was hard. <laughs> <laughs> So, I've got to YouTube everything, man. Like I, yeah. I changed my headlights once and I had okay. to, I had to YouTube it. I mean, that's the, the beauty of 2023 yeah. is you can kind of, you can find a YouTube video for everything. It's not like, but my wife will still get frustrated. Like I'm inherently just supposed to know how to do this stuff. Cause I'm a, I'm a man. You're and I'm dude. like, it'd be like, if I were just assuming, you know how to bake everything. Yeah. If we're going to do the gender thing. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I've done, uh, I think I've used YouTube thing. I've repaired my toilet that way. I'm, uh, I've replaced a, um, what do you call it? A, uh, the thing in the kitchen that chops up the food. The blender? No, no, no. The sink thing. Oh, the, the garbage disposal? Garbage disposal. I've changed a garbage disposal. Oh, wow. Yeah. I'm impressed. Yeah. We called somebody for that. See, the owl. <laughs> The, the the guy who owned our house before us, who sold us the house, he, I think he had too much pride to call and have the professionals do uh, it. So he tried to do everything around the house and he just did a half-assed job. <laughs> That's what I don't want to do. I mean, I wish yeah. I was more of a man and I could, could fix things, but I also don't want to just do yeah. a bad job because I can't swallow my pride so yeah. i'd rather call somebody and pay him i think it's probably worth if you got the loot you might as well have somebody do it because it's you know you right. come to we my house know. that's the, we yeah. don't that's the problem but if, we'll, there's no you, other options if you come to my house you're gonna be like yeah joel did all this like there's no mistaking <laughs> like, I will c- like good for you man it's not bad it's just lots, it's of, not, lots of duct tape you know <laughs> I'm Italian. I've got some, yeah, I've got some skills, but you know, it's in your blood. Yeah. yeah, It's in my blood somewhere. I don't know where and why I, why I do this show and tell jokes. I don't know. I could add a career (laughs) in cement, but instead (laughs) I've got soft hands from holding a microphone. (laughs) (laughs) Now I told you uh, before we started that I didn't, uh, and I will direct our audience 
to your previous interview with Tom. I'm not sure. Is there mm-hmm. multiple interviews with Tom? I didn't look that up. I know if it's just no, one. I think just, just the, the one. one. Tom, yeah. here, here's I'm going to give you some inside baseball on the show. Please do. Uh, and, and your previous appearance. Tom McCarthy would send me the audio for the show and say, mm-hmm. hey, uh, here's the show. He says, I think this was the best interview I've ever done. I had the most fun talking to Adam. That's what he said. Wow. Yeah, there's a couple. I didn't realize that he uh, <laughs> he drank before the interviews. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, good for him, man. And Tom, you know, Tom was... Tom can be wired a little uh, a little tight sometimes, uh-huh. and to yeah, know you that up. yeah, well, because you know he's interviewing guys he didn't know, and I think when he interviewed somebody new, you know, he kind of came alive a little more, maybe right, and enjoyed himself. Now I know uh, this is a great time for you. It is football season. It is. Let's get into that. Uh, I mean, there's, and I'm surprised you wanted to do the interview at this time because it's Monday night and there's two games on right now. There is, but here's the thing, Joel, is (laughs) after a Lions loss, I need a good 48 hours. Yeah, no more. And um, not only that, but I I just maybe 20 minutes ago got news that uh, one of their best defensive players is out for the year. Oh, that's news that I didn't have, but okay. All right. Yeah. Um, uh, CJ Gardner Johnson is his name, a yeah. safety. Okay. Torn pack. What uh. kind of think about the athlete <laughs> you have to be and the job you have to have to s- sustain a tore pectoral muscle injury. Yeah. Not a lot of people can say that happened. Yeah. Tore your pack. I've never torn my pack. I'm no, not sure I have me, a pack. I, I think you, yeah, exactly. You got to have a pack to tear it. So uh, I couldn't do it either. But yeah, yeah he he's out and the Lions um, let us all down again. Mm. Nothing new there, but uh, I, I still got some hope. I still well, have hope. We're only we're only two games in for Christ's sake. Well, give me a give me a prediction. What's the knowing they're one and one now? What's the total at the end of the year? What's the you record? know with. <sighs> Gosh, with the injuries they sustained last Sunday, it's harder to say. But having said that, there's going to be injuries. That's the NFL. It's going to happen every team. Um, and I I think because of the division, that happens to be as weak as it's, it's ever been. It's not good, yeah. It's It doesn't look great. Um, I think the Lions win. I still think they win 10 games. Okay, so that playoff go bound then. Which would be the over if Vegas had him at nine and a half. So I would still take the over. I mean, we got 17 games now, remember? It's not 16 anymore. We got an extra game. Oh, we do have an extra game this year. Okay. Um, It's 17 games now. And uh, I I think if you look at their schedule and you you look around the league and and what's taking place so far, I think they could still win 10 games. I mean, it could all, (laughs) of course this could all change. All right. Well, (laughs) next week I may say they won't win another game. Yeah. I mean, I sort of, I've fallen off the lions. I'll be honest with you, even though I did watch the entirety of the game last night and uh, Mm -hmm. or yesterday afternoon anyway. And I watched the entire game and, and enjoyed the game. I mean, it, you know, it, it, it made you feel like the old Lions in a way, but I mm-hmm. was a huge fan for years and went, I believe there was at least one season where I went to every home game. Oh, wow. Now, I've, this, never been, I've never been that big of a fan, never, but I don't live on the east side. Yeah, I, yeah. I went, and I believe it may have been 
Steve Mariucci is the head coach. I mean, oh, it, wow. I mean, yeah. So we're talking like Joey Harrington football. Early I was 2000s. There yeah, yeah, yeah. I was into it then. I was all in. I was like, let's go, man. This is the team. We got this oh. winning coach. That's, okay, well, yeah. I understand that you'd why you'd be off the bandwagon. Yeah, huh? yeah. So I've been burned before. I've been hurt. <laughs> yeah, it's one thing if you're getting burned at home on the couch, but if you're making the trip. Yeah, I did. And spending the money, that's a whole a whole other thing. I do the same thing every year where I, you know, I, I'm drinking the Kool-Aid and then I, I probably overreact too early and I, I jump off the bandwagon. I'm a terrible fan. Well, and I'll come back around eventually, but <laughs> I mean, this is my, almost my whole life. I've, I've, uh, I mean, how many Lions fans can say the same thing? I mean, yeah. it's your dad and your dad's dad. And it's yeah. just, it's, it's misery. It's, it's right. almost like it's a badge of honor. Like if there's a <laughs> sense of pride that goes along sports fandom in general is really stupid. When you think about it, yeah. there's this loyalty to this, it, essentially it's not even essentially it's, it is it's just a business at the end of the day it'd mm. be like you're, you're not that loyal to oh well, maybe a lot of people are that loyal to like coca-cola yeah or or budweiser i guess i mean because at the end of the day it's just they're making money and you continue to buy their merch and buy the tickets even though the product is not always great at least there's consistency with like coca-cola you yeah, know it's every- good every year every time there's never a dip where like a one-year coca-cola just tastes like shit the whole year no so it's different, but I mean, it's, it's, it's weird that there's like this people are, it's very frowned upon and there's a stigma around. Like if I were to just tomorrow say, well, I'm actually a, I'm a chiefs fan now, <laughs> especially bandwagon, but I could at least, I should at least be able to say, Hey, I'm going to root for, I don't know the bills if I want to, yeah. you know, well, but dude, nobody does it. I, I, I remember growing up and I guess this is my age where a lot of kids would be Steelers fans in Michigan or Cowboys fans because they were very like winning yeah. teams in like the late 70s. That's well, yeah, that's very yeah. big bandwagon. Yeah, they were just these bandwagons. But I've got friends who are, I understand, like I've got friends who are White Sox fans, for example, because they grew up really liking Frank Thomas. Oh, things like that. So I guess, like, if you, I mean, in every, I think every kid, even as a Pistons fan, at least I think you, if you were younger, you'd like Jordan. If you were older, you probably didn't like him because of the bad boys. <laughs> I did. But you, you know, you grow up in like, maybe you just attach yourself to one athlete and then that becomes your team later in life. And I, w- I, I wish I did the same thing um, with football, yeah. but I, I've been on the lions for, for at least I think since junior high, I had a while there, believe it or not. I was a big Packers guy. I was obsessed with Brett really? Favre. I had po- posters on my wall and I had a friend, his family was big green Bay fans. They had like a separate room in the house dedicated to just Packers memorabilia. It was, it was ridiculous. It's gross looking back on it. I'd say. <laughs> but then I said one day, Hey, wh- why enjoy all this winning? <laughs> You're when from- I, when yeah. I can be, sad yeah well the lions are uh they give you a reason to think they're going to be good they there's always something that that's the god this is the one and that's the thing man they always give you hope and that show that people uh from out of town you know got a look at it at the hard knocks last year 
Yes. And people got to see the Lions. And then mm-hmm. now there's people from out of town rooting for the Lions. Like my brother lives in Georgia. And even though he's still like a Lions fan, he was more of a casual fan of the Lions. Uh-huh. But he got into that hard knocks. And they I go, do dude, it, don't do it. Like I got a lot you. of people on the Kool-Aid. Yeah, well, no. And I will say, though, Joel, more than ever in my life, the national like hype and, and positivity surrounding the Lions is more than ever. It it is yeah, it already is. starting to dwindle a little bit after yeah. last Sunday. Um but it's I mean, usually it would just be a very homer like, no, I think they're I think they're better than than everybody else does. You know, but but this year it really was like, I mean, top to bottom, the media was was even hyping the Lions because of the way they finished and on paper they were better and but no. uh, I mean I guess we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. And and if, you know, I mean, it's it's gotten to the point even uh, where it has affected. Listen to this. This is a good one. I hate to. It's, I've never said this word in 24 years of being in the business. It's affected who's coming to the comedy castle on a Lions game day. Really? Meaning, we, well, we had that Thursday uh, uh, night game week one. Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think the club was the slowest it's ever been on a Thursday. Wow. Gosh. You know, they play. That's so crazy because they're going to play on Thursday again yeah. in like three weeks here. They they got the Packers. It's not yeah. in town, at least. Right. But it was that it's game in and then, Green Bay. But ooh. and then even I feel like yesterday it should have. We had a Sunday show uh-huh. uh, and that should have been busier. But I think people made their plans. <laughs> To watch the Lions, I mean, that and that was sense. it. I mean, you, when you think about, I mean, they they sold season tickets out for the first time in the history of Ford Field, which is which is crazy. That is crazy. And there is actually, I mean, it's. I think Detroit is is hungry for. I mean, it was hockey town, but but I, you know, when they had their dynasties and everything. Yeah. Um, but I I think Detroit has always been a Lions town. They wanna they want the Lions to win, or or maybe they're just more desperate for the Lions to win than everybody else because everybody else has had at least a taste of success. Yeah, yeah, the Lions have never won anything, and the city's hungry for them to to be good and to host a playoff game. And I hope it happens, man. It'd be good for Detroit. I mean, it's got to be good for even though maybe the the, the castle. <laughs> Is seeing dips in attendance. I think overall, it's it's good for the economy. In the yeah, city. it is. I, but the only other time I can remember, like really, because like we will have people come to the club for almost any other event. Like in the in the early two thousands, the Red Wing playoff games would really hurt comedy. Mm-hmm. But other than that, like that period now, no, nothing. Even locally. during the Pistons second, like no, heyday with I don't the remember. I don't go remember. to work. Ben Wallace, Chauncey Phillips, Pistons, I mean, not so much. I don't remember. I, I guess I'm speaking more about the Comedy Castle, but I guess I'd been on the road and done shows on nights that there right. was a big game. And yeah, I mean, football is just more. I think the the NFL is, I mean, there's a reason their ratings are always higher than any other sport in America. And, and I mean, there's, there's definitely more NFL fans than anything else. Yeah. And I mean, people are into the lions, but I God, just stop stop (laughs) scheduling these Thursday games. Come on. I guess that means we're good. Now we're on Thursday. Yeah. Who's in front of everybody. All right. Let's change subjects. Let's get to comedy because that's why we're talking. You're back at the comedy castle. You're headlining. 
what a thrill for any comic to do. I mean, Absolutely. Big deal. You know, two nights this week, but still, come on. Your headline I'll in the comic. I'll take two nights. I'd two take nights. one night. <laughs> well, you got two nights, and uh trying to remember when you were at the club last. It's been a while, hasn't it? Um, Have you been I, post-pandemic? Have you been back? Uh, yeah. Maybe once? Maybe it was last summer. Yeah. It blends together, I know. Yeah, but, I feel uh, like it I feel like it has been more than a year though. But I, yeah. I think it was not this past June, but the previous June, okay. I think. Yeah. 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 We were so still it's been a while. Yeah. And um uh I mean you've uh, where are you at uh, with your touring? Are you I mean with the family? Is there less um, of that? So now? I travel I'm probably doing shows three weekends a month. Okay. Um I've I've picked up the the booking a little bit more because I had a day job and now I don't and oh. I'm just doing comedy so I need to make more money doing yeah. comedy because because you know you need money yeah to feed your kid <laughs> um so most weekends but not every weekend it, what I what I've changed is I don't travel quite as far yes yeah, so you're sleeping in your own bed most nights yeah I'd like to stay closer to the nest and I'm I'm, I'm certainly not going to like you know, Omaha, Nebraska anymore <laughs> to, to middle at a funny bone. Yeah. Right. We've all done those. <laughs> yeah. I just, it gets to the point where you're like, what, what am I doing this yeah. for? You know, just uh, to say I did just to post a schedule on social media and say, I'm working on the date. Who cares? Yeah, I know. At the know? End. Um, but what is the, so does that mean that there's more work on the West side of the state now? What is that scene like? Yeah, there's well, well, not just, I mean, just in Michigan in general, I'm just, I, I don't leave the state too much. I mean, Wisconsin, Ohio, a little bit of Illinois, yeah. um, but most, most of Michigan for sure. And there is probably more work, I think, um, in West Michigan, definitely on the, well, it's hard to say whether or not there is on the East side since I started. I mean, there's so nah, much, there so many rooms that yeah. are no longer around, uh, since I started headlining, um, so it's it's kind of like oh man I there's all all these things I, I could be headlining now but they're they're dead yeah well there's you know? there's a lot of one nighters now uh, more I yeah, think, I think than there's ever there's been more one nighters and less like less week, clubs yeah clubs right yeah. yeah you're right less clubs that's why the comedy cast leaving gets more special for comics because you know you're yeah. out doing one nighters and you're uh, you're in the thumb and you're in yeah. some of these places. You're a in the UP is always going to be to a one nighter. Yeah. I mean, and, just, and, and God bless the one nighters. Cause that's all those people. Yeah. Got. Sometimes they're great crowds. I found the one nighters. Some, oh yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll have a good time at a one nighter, even yeah. if it's like a, in a rural small town. I yeah. mean, those people need to laugh too. So yeah. you can have fun. It's just a different, it's a different vibe. It's a different, maybe those people aren't, aren't the same comedy audience that right. maybe they don't appreciate comedy as much maybe sometimes appreciate it more but but i the club a, a club in general and especially the castle is always going to trump you know bum f nowhere <laughs> so right you know what i'm saying i i've been to all of those places i have been to places with uh you know that's one just, traffic light or <laughs> yeah it's a lot of places you walk in and it's like the record skips yeah. like what is it yeah. You ain't from around here. Right. Those are the worst when everybody, you feel like everybody in the room knows each other. 
Yeah. And oh then my, you, yeah. <laughs> nobody knows who you are and you're just like, oh, fuck. yeah. Yeah. It's like a bad private show or something at that point. It's like uh-huh. <laughs> you're playing to the whole town. The mayor's there. And the, like, <laughs> am I going to end up in the back of somebody's pickup truck? Just let me get home. <laughs> Yeah, man, I I don't miss those. I don't. I haven't worked on the road in a long time, so I, I I don't know. I don't know if it's any. I don't know if it's any better than it was. Or you know, if a lot of weeks you're not missing much. Yeah. I'll tell you this much: the 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 money hasn't changed. <laughs> <laughs> the money hasn't changed. Well, thankfully, the price of things hasn't increased. Oh wait, hold on a second. Yeah, um, no, but. Uh, <laughs> Well, who do you, uh, I, I guess I don't know this about you, because uh, I guess, you know, you're a guy that I maybe didn't see in the real beginnings of your career, you know, mm-hmm. you being on the West side, me being on the East side. But uh, like, what was your inspiration? Who did you, did you have a guy that you wanted to be? Was there some, um, did some, some light bulb go off when you saw somebody and said, you know, you know, lo- locally, at least one of the first guys I saw that I loved was Steve. Iatt. Okay. Yeah. You know, Steve. Oh yeah. Work with Steve many times. Big crowd work guy. Yeah. Um, I guess you could call him old school. I don't even know what that means. He tells jokes. Yeah. Believe it or not, that's a th- that's a thing that right. uh, comics used to do. <laughs> he has an and, act. Uh, he's uh, yeah, he's got an act, but also just really good at crowd work. And he's he's like a uh, I wouldn't call him an energy guy. Right. And I don't even know. I, I, w- I don't even know that I'd call Steve a personality guy. He certainly has a personality, very likable right. and, and um, funny, but I don't, I don't know that he's, he's definitely not trying to make up for a lack of material with a personality. Right. I can say that. Yeah. And he was just, I, cause I can remember seeing him this, you know, uh, you could still smoke in clubs and he'd, he'd always like wave through the smoke in the front row and say something about, you know, it's like a, somebody starting a reggae band in here or something like <laughs> He was always great. And then Dyer, Dave Dyer. Yeah, Dave Dyer is amazing. Yeah. He's, he's my comedy dad. Yeah. Uh, Dave and I have known each other for a long time. He was definitely a guy I think I probably saw in the beginning that was, uh, you know, inspired me to get better and, and try to headline. Uh, so those are a couple of Michigan guys, I guess, that I, I, I'm sure. And, and then Bill, obviously. Yeah, Mr. Bouchard. Mr. Bouchard. He's another crowd work guy, another uh, local Michigan legend. So. All those guys, man. There's, I think Michigan is uh, has been pretty spoiled with with uh, great comics that have been around a, a while. So yeah, I mean it's uh, it's a thing where you could, and that's how the, kind of the one nighters work. Is that you know it's usually guys from Michigan. It's usually mm-hmm. you know people can run these places, and even if they run them like every other week, you got twenty five headliners from Michigan. That yeah, can you, go you're up there not easy for for comics for yeah, sure, right? And then you talk about features and you know, five hundred features, maybe five hundred features at least. <laughs> I, but there's, <laughs> I will say, I feel like there's a lot less places to host now. Yeah, that's true. Because you got, I mean, here in in Grand Rapids, you got a house MC, so you can't unless that's, he's out of town, you can't really host here at the Doctor Grins. Um, I used to do that. I used yes. to host that before they did that. I was yep, a yep. rotating host there, but every six so, but weeks. The, but yeah. then there was like the Holly Hotel when that was around. Yeah. Even even when they were still doing shows, they they stopped having a. It only it just takes one guy to mess it up for everybody else. <laughs> and I, I think people forget that the, the the host isn't supposed to be great. All right, hold on one second. Was there one guy who ruined the Holly Hotel comedy? 
Uh, is there some no, story I, I don't j- know? No, I th- j- as far as there being a host, I mean. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. No, I think the fi- I think the fire ruined the. <laughs> no, but the he comedy. Had, he had the guy. Uh, I think his name's George, uh, who mm-hmm. owns Hollywood and, and you know, I haven't played there in a million years, but he like repurposed that basement into yeah. like a multi-purpose room, and he would occasionally do comedy, but he had just basically sunk a bunch of money into. Like the thing that that room had needed for decades, he uh-huh. finally did, <laughs> and then it yes. got on fire. So I mean, I'm yeah, laughing last about I heard it. It was like a, some humor. kind of, and maybe they had music down there. Yeah, a they bit. could have. Like, it was like a room you could have jazz, or you could have yes, some yes, other yes. entertainment. That's what I heard as and, well. And they would no, do. I just comedy, mean yeah. they would have a host. Yeah. Right. Um. But I think one of the. They like the feature or headliner would maybe bring the host. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't even, do I can't even remember they got yeah, paid, yeah. but it was like a, a good opportunity for East Side guys and yeah. whoever to to host maybe, uh, to you know work on their hosting. Um, and somebody was probably too dirty or said something <laughs> that offended somebody, and it's I don't know. That was a weird. Here's what was weird about the Holly Hotel and and. Uh, um, since they don't do comedy, I can play. And I mean, it's not a put down. You would have these uh, early shows, mm-hmm. which were the dinner crowd. So the Holly Hotel is not yes. even a hotel. It's a restaurant. And it's really like fine dining. It's an expensive yes. place to White go Lennon. eat. Yeah. yeah. So you would have this expensive meal. And then I think for an extra 20 bucks or something, they'd say you'd have dinner and a show. And then you'd go from upstairs to downstairs comedy club you'd watch the eight o'clock show and stare at a guy like me or or adam or whoever but then you had the night the late show which was like emptying out you know trailer parks all over you know uh the flint area and like the you know like (laughs) oh god yeah the whitest trash possible in that late show who would like scream at you. Oh. It was, it was a really weird, like Jekyll and Hyde yeah, kind of place. The ambience yeah. of the place. Cause the, no. the, you know, it's, there's these lights and it's, it's, it looks fancy. And then you got these people coming from God knows where for the late exactly. show. And then the, you'd have the train go by and exactly. then the place was haunted. And then the, <laughs> The headliner would get a meal in the, the, the middle. middle they just were like, hey, you could have some breadsticks yeah, the or middle, whatever. The, 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 a I, super salad. Was it the middle get a, got an appetizer or a salad yeah, and the, the headliner like got an entree? Yeah, the salad, I think, and the, and the headliner would get a dinner. It was I mean, very much what, what? like a power move. Like, hey, you're not funny enough to eat a full meal yet. Because you know they were up there just throwing food away. Right, absolutely. I mean... Uh, <laughs> It's like it, and it's not like you're getting paid well to be there. You know, of you could have because we've all done those gigs where it's like, you know, oh, this money's kind of weak. I don't know if I can do it, but you get we're going to give you dinner. And I, like, OK, that, you know, and there it's like it was this weird thing. Like, I don't know. Somebody must have, you know, somebody must have ruined that, though. Yeah. The dinner. Oh, uh, just like the MCs. Yes. <laughs> the, the feature probably. Said, yeah, the chicken's kind of dry. <laughs> right, it just so yeah, and they're like, all right, well, that's his... the middles. We'll never eat again. Can you imagine some the middle sent the steak back, and that ruined it for everyone. <laughs> no more. Yeah, yeah that was man. always very funny to me. Yeah, I'll, I'll hook you up. With I'd the... let the I'd let the middle <laughs> when I headline. I'd let the middle just have the last bite of. <laughs> Little bit of the lobster tail left over for the mm-hmm. middle. That's nice of you. Here you go, you class guy. <laughs> Some of these places, man. It's uh, 
My goodness. I, I would play in Grand Rapids. Did you ever play the thing, the hockey rink? Um, Is that before your time, maybe? I don't know. You know, oh, it was like gosh. a sports place that had no, no, comedy, no. right? Am I right yeah, about that? They, I might have been maybe middling at the very end of that. Yeah, yeah. It didn't last. I, when I started, it And I don't know that I ever did it. I may have <laughs> attended a show there. Yeah, it was weird. It's weird. The the agency There's, made you audition at that place. Jeez, ah, dude. You did a Thursday there in front of like 10 people. I mean, I, <laughs> I passed, what a, but... What yeah. a great place to <laughs> evaluate somebody. <laughs> Yeah, it's it really the only time they saw you anyway. For <laughs> I mean, they come to. I guess John would come to Grins. John. I, I I never understood like um. There's a chain of clubs in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have to say names, but they 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 do like uh, um <sighs> something similar where it's like oh this this is your opportunity like mm-hmm. it's a. a a showcase and an audition, but it's, it's always the same night of the week. Um, one show you do like 10 minutes and they'll, you know, there's 15 people in the audience. They tell you, <laughs> I remember they told me not to like use profanity. Okay. And then the MC and then the MC goes up there, says the F word <laughs> probably 12 times. And, uh, and that's, that's how they evaluate you and tell you if you're past or not. And it's like, there's gotta be a better way. There. So we're going to judge me on one set in front of one audience. <laughs> it is it is a very weird thing with comedy and when people sort of run clubs and even people that don't know like it's it's one thing like if like oh that's a comic he books this whatever. Mm-hmm. Like those are way easier to get into as a comic. Then, you know, some guy who is like, you know, the owner's uh, the owner's stepson who's managing the club. Right. Because no no matter. I mean, it's human nature. You're going to be biased for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And maybe that person's could be great and could be funny, but it's just not your brand of comedy or, or whatever the case may be. I mean, there's there's a million stories of of uh the reason I'm saying this is because I didn't get passed. Obviously, if <laughs> oh. I got passed, then it'd be a great it'd be a great way to evaluate people. But you know, I mean, you you hear so many stories about like the people who don't get passed for you know SNL. They don't make the cast, yeah. and now they're famous and very successful. Mm-hmm. So yeah, well, it's like they can't in their mind. They're like, well, we can't let just anybody play here, and that's correct. You can't just let anybody play there, but maybe like figure out a way to. No. But that's yeah, like I don't. I mean, we all know comedy subjective. It's it's the it's the biggest beef since the beginning of time with comedy. Like I I mean, yeah, it it'll be. You you see somebody who doesn't get something, and then somebody else who does, and you're like, well, yeah, this other person's. It doesn't. Who knows? Right, it drives you crazy. I was told very early on by uh, my my comedy dad, Bill Hildebrandt, rest in peace, Bill, that Bill said, "Don't worry about the other guy." Don't worry about who's right. doing what. That's you know? great advice, man. And like, if I mean, you could apply that advice to any. Profession. Exactly. But is he, you know, point is like, if there's a guy who's not good, who's getting a gig that, you know, maybe is prestigious or is like something mm-hmm. like, you know, it's like, if that guy's not good, he's going to blow that gig. 
and he's mm-hmm. not going to be invited back. So that's your right. opportunity to go. You're right. Jump in and get it. You know, it's like you got to get in that mindset. But uh, yeah, some comics just have that thing like this is it. I sent that email and I got rejected and that's it. I'm done. Yeah. I'll well, never and go I think there. it's especially, you know, newer comics definitely, I think, have a harder time dealing with rejection because they're just not used to it yet. And they don't yeah. understand that it's 90 percent right. rejection. Yeah. Um, but especially in this social media age where it's just you're constantly every everybody's social media presence is going to be exaggerated, whether it's worse than it really is or, or better than it really is. But it's like the more, even more opportunity to compare yourself to other comics. And why is this person getting this or getting yeah. booked here? And I'm not. How many followers it's, do you have? It's too much, man. Yeah. Yo, yeah. The followers, the, they got more views on there because everything <laughs> now is these clips. You got to yeah, have. Right. You got to have the clips. I, I'll hear comics. I'll watch them bomb for 10 <laughs> minutes. And then they're like, ah, I think I got a good clip out of that. So that's what you wanted. One good clip. The clip is the thing. Are you keeping up with that? Are you in, uh, are you in uh, um, I, uh, I, that world? I try and then I'll, and then I'll give up and then I'll try again. And it's, mm. you know, I mean, so much of it is when you're, in the Midwest and you, you know, you're not going to move to one of the coasts. Um, you can make the argument that that's really your only window of opportunity to be quote unquote discovered or mm. for something to happen is social media, whether it's yeah. like, uh, something going viral or you, you gaining a following, uh, you know, via Instagram or TikTok or whatever it is. Um, but ultimately, I, th- I think your goal should still be to make people laugh live yeah. for 45 minutes to an hour. Um, and, and that should be more important than the views yeah. and followers on the on the Internet. But, on, you know, at the same time, that's a lot of people are getting into clubs and getting opportunities because yeah. of the following well, let me ask you this. Has this has it happened to you where somebody asks for follower counts as a, you know, sort of this um, thing about no, we won't book you if you don't, don't have. Yeah. I don't I don't think. Gosh, you. That's got to be when you're like, I don't know. Yeah. If you're trying to get into like the the seller and, and all that stuff. I mean, those places you got to have multiple credits and then it probably becomes like, oh, well, everybody here has credits. So yeah. we only book 52 weeks a year and. And so now it comes down to a numbers game with the followers and stuff. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of variables, but it's, I, I know when you're trying to get like management now or be represented, mm-hmm. I, I don't even think they'll, t- they'll touch you unless you have like 500 K followers on all these platforms. Well, that seems, that seems they wrong. Know they can't. Yeah. It's, it's always been the same way though, Joel, whether it was before social media, or now, I mean, it's always, it's, it's 90%. Can you put people in the seats yeah, and is. then 10%? What are you going to do when, That's once great. they're in the seats? Yeah, but I don't know. I, maybe I'm just, and you think I'd be jaded from being in comedy for as long as I am, but you know, it's people discovering people and taking a chance on them seems like no one really wants to do that. They want the sure thing. They, they, they're not looking mm-hmm. to like, maybe develop acts, which is a thing no. I think we're very good at at the Comedy Castle is developing acts, finding 
funny people, mm-hmm. making them the MC, giving them a weekend, giving them, you know, doing that for two years, featuring for a couple, you know, it seems like people want a headline. I've been doing it for six months. No, hell? well, that's the thing. It's it's now there's more emphasis on it's it's almost the industry, at least, is telling you it's more important to develop the following than yeah. it is to develop the act. What the hell? Come on. Look at look, but look at Hollywood. It. This is the this is the mentality that got us where we are. There's an actor strike. There's a writer strike. I mean, Jimmy Fallon's getting blasted in Rolling Stone magazine. I mean, come <laughs> yeah, on. What is, the fuck? We're just well. Did you see this? Um, did you see the article that just came out on the uh, his Hassan Minaj? Yeah, Hassan Minaj. Yeah. I I don't. We we may be saying it wrong, and if we are, yeah, I, I, I know. I I'm not a fan of his, but I know who he is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there was an article that just came out about how. People are upset because he's not like a hundred percent truthful on stage and yeah. lies and over exaggerates things. Uh-huh. Of course, that's what you do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, our lives aren't that funny. We're making no, stuff up. What, We're really—it's called comedy. Yeah, it's an exaggeration to please you. You have to yeah, suspend disbelief. It's weird that that's where we are in comedy. It that is. it's it, I, people are just looking for things. Yeah, and it's like to you're gonna complain about. you're gonna tear this guy down because he just I don't know. People are fact checking your comedy at this point. It's like, oh, man, gosh. please. <laughs> it's supposed to be, but all entertainment though is an exaggeration. Yeah, it is. And when you see a movie that's you know based on a true story, it is based. Yeah, on a on a true story. Yeah, and then and then you know maybe you find out later. I mean, but people feel bad too when they find out about like the Blind Side guy and that whole story. We're like, oh, we love this family, and they were they oh, were yikes. ripping this yeah, dude off. Uh, turn, turns out not so much. They were just <laughs> using him for profit. Hard to believe. Hard to believe. But um, yeah, I don't I don't know who to believe in that story. That well, that whole thing's a mess. And I'm, then people, the funniest thing about that story though is people were like saying Sandra Bullock needs to give back her Oscar. What does she <laughs> have to do with this thing? I don't She was just an actress in the movie, you morons. She's not the real mother. They're mad at her. Come on now. Yeah. Oh boy. And it turns out Russell Brand is a dirtbag. Who who would have thought that? Yeah, shocker. <laughs> Some guys you just know right away, and it takes the world some time to catch up. Uh-huh. I think he's one of them. Yeah, him and him and uh, the, the that seventy show guy. That's like he's show uh, guy. he's going away for a long time. Danny Masterson, that fellow. Yeah, yeah, he's going to prison for a long, long time. And the Scientologist too. Whether that I don't know, I don't know if that has anything to do with it. But some people want to tie that together. <sighs> Everybody's got conspiracies, man. <laughs> nothing, nothing can just be black and white. There's always something. I don't know. I can't imagine, uh, you know, people sitting around a table smoking cigarettes, one light bulb on above their head, and saying, "We got to take down this that '70s guy, that '70s show. <laughs> yeah. This guy, he's been living too high on the hog. It's time <laughs> that he goes down." The guy on the popular <laughs> sitcom from 20 years ago, that guy. Let's yeah. not find the cure for cancer. Let's no, that's it. Take this guy down. He's making so much money on Cameo that, you know, we just, it's time to take him out. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, man, uh, this weekend's going to be so fun. Uh, 
Comedy Castle with Adam Deggy Thursday I'm and Friday. I'm looking forward to it. Thursday and Friday night. That's when you see Thursday Adam. and Friday. There's no Lions game. No Lions game. Yes, you will. You'll be Lions free. You can enjoy Adam without worrying about the Lions and uh, your fantasy okay. team, whatever that involves, which I don't do. I used to do that, too. Listen, fantasy I don't know if you're talking to a therapist or what you're doing, but you're making a lot of good decisions. Joel. <laughs> All of these decisions have led to me they talking really are to you. better for your mental health. <laughs> I, you know, I say that, that, you know, I'm not into this, but then I'm into other stuff. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm probably too into this. I probably should give this up to. It's know. weird. The stuff we, um, for a guy who's had to think about his own mortality and, and really, uh, you know, had a different perspective, but we, we really do, um, uh, invest a lot of emotion into into stupid into stuff. dumb stuff and you know and and i hope you're healthy i i didn't uh bring that up but i mean you don't have to say anything that's uh, uh i'm alive we're talking alive. right now you're man. alive and i'm alive i had a thing this summer i was hospitalized you i remember this yeah i was hospitalized How are you feeling? i'm not hospitalized so I'm good. well that's good, I'm good. no i i don't think that the the thing that almost killed me will kill me again I think it's in my past. Well, and I'm, I'm being cryptic because, <laughs> you know, you know, yes. the law. Um, but I, yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's, I can tell you off, I can tell you off the air, but, uh, but anyway, I'm doing great. I'm glad you're doing great. I'm going to see you this weekend and it's going to be a good time. So come on out All and right, get some man. tickets for Adam Deggy people. Come on. Do it. Do it. Thanks for talking, Adam. All right. Thanks, we'll see man. You, buddy. All right, man. We'll see Bye-bye. you. Peace. Have a good night. Well, I think we got to the bottom of why the feature act didn't get a meal at the Holly Hotel Comedy Club. Maybe. I don't know that we've put an end to that. Maybe I should ask other comics. But, you know, we're not worried about the Holly Hotel Comedy Club. We're worried about the Comedy Castle. Actually, we're not worried about the Comedy Castle. It's great. You should come out this weekend. Adam Deggie's got three shows, one Thursday, two Friday. Saturday, Drew Lynch. If you haven't gotten your tickets to see Drew... It's that 3.30 show. That's the one that you can get into. Hip Prov on Tuesday. Open mic Wednesday. Like I said, a huge week. I didn't lie. I didn't uh, say anything uh, that that's uh, uh, slanderous or wrong or something that you could come back and say, oh, Joel, you said it was a huge week. It's not a huge week. You said Adam Deggie was really funny. He wasn't. No one's going to say that. Adam's great. I love Drew Lynch. I'm really looking forward to this weekend. And I hope to see you guys out there. Thanks for listening once again. Comedy Castle Podcast. Again, follow us on Instagram. Follow Comedy Castle Podcast on the Facebook as well. Always doing updates about the show, writing those up. Uh, And I always have links to the comics uh, Instagram too over on there if you want to follow them and see what they're up to. Uh, So check us out on there. And, of course, subscribe. Spotify. They got you. You want to listen to Comedy Castle Podcast on Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, all those links are on ComedyCastlePodcast.com. So go check those out. Thanks again for listening. Let's get out of here. I'm Joel Fragamini. We'll see you next time. Bye-bye.